0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Dudes, behind the foods. Yo, it's the dudes, behind the foods. Dudes, behind the foods.
2: Hello, welcome back to the d dudes Yeah. Behind the foods. What's up? Yo, it's the dudes. Uh-huh. Behind the foods. Uh-huh. Hey, man, um, how are you?
3: I'm a little crazy.
2: Are you? David So got a little, he's feeling the champagne from the last episode we did. Uh, You want some more? You want another Yes, bim-bosal?
3: I would like some more. <laughs> In celebration of Veda's death from this t-shirt that he has on. <laughs> Let me tell you something, that is a hood funeral shirt. Anybody who grew up in the hood understands that if you have a spray-painted photo of anybody on a T-shirt, a specifically a long white tee, that person did.
2: Yo, look. I know I know the feelings that airbrush tees uh, evoke in people, all right? I recognize that when you get the airbrush with the face, the picture, it looks like it's an RIP shirt.
3: Do they right? act- That is actually one of the nicer ones I've seen, though, specifically font-wise. It's very clean.
2: Yes. Okay. So, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, I went to the swap meet, Uh, I was shooting something. um, And I went to a swap meet as part of the shoot. And I was like, I have to get an airbrush shirt. And because it's been so long. And also, I got to put little Veda's face on it. And Look how cute this is.
3: If I die super early, you best believe everybody needs to wear one of those shirts. <laughs> I need it. It's so necessary. I used to see this shirt all the time in my neighborhood because everybody be dying and shit. I so sad.
2: I'll, I'm just going to get uh, a you, this shirt made just for funsies. <laughs> and, David, so I know you're feeling a little tipsy off the champagne. So I post-mated some food for us
3: from one
2: of our favorite spots ever. Pop, 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 pop. Behind the eyes. Yo, is the pop. Pop. Behind
3: Behind the the eyes. eyes. You got glaucoma. glycoma. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I just ordered some Popeyes for us because not only was it the closest option, but, you know, who don't love Popeyes? What did
3: you get from Popeyes?
2: I got just a, a box of chicken and some red beans and rice.
3: Ooh. And some biscuits, of course. Oh, let me tell you something. There are people who haven't had Popeyes before, and there are a lot of great fast food chains. Yeah, get this biscuit to soak in some of this alcohol. because I <laughs> am a little crazy. Split it in half. Mm. Look at that, guys. Flaky, buttery. They didn't give us any butter or
2: honey or hot sauce or anything. Hey, this real good today. But when you get the biscuits from Popeyes fresh, they're great. I mean, give it like a like 15 minutes, and then they're going to be hard as a rock. Mm-hmm. But fresh,
3: bomb. Oh. um, Listen. If people were like, "Don't you love churches, David?" I really do.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, their honey butter biscuits are kind of unmatched. And churches would
2: have given us honey and hot sauce with this, but you know.
3: Yeah, but you know, since Popeyes want to play, Popeyes gonna play. Let me get a piece of chicken. Yes, get a piece of chicken, bro. Mm. What do you like? What's the piece you always go for first? I always go for that big girthy thigh right there. Me too. <laughs> take it, take it, take I want, it. I want this one. Okay. They did. The, the Asian special, mm-hmm. the wing and the drumstick put together. Yes, sir. And Popeyes, too, their seasoning is quite fantastic.
2: Look, I ride for churches all day, every day. Oh, yes. It's fresh, baby. Pretty good today. But Pretty I love today. me some Popeyes. I think I will do the same. Give you a little ASMR. Oh, Yes. When you grab that thigh with just a big-ass piece of batter just hanging off the side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, it's nothing but skin and crunch. Give him the crunch.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good today. This batch is good. We needed this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Mm.
2: Some ASMR for that ass.
3: I've had fried chicken and a hot second. I've been working out so much lately. Yeah, you're down like ten pounds, right? Yeah, I'm down a good amount. I'm trying to get down like another thirty. What? Yeah, it's it's on this year, dude. It is fucking on this year. And <laughs> what what's the timeline for this weight loss? A year.
2: What? Mm-hmm. For like But you're you're going to Korea to take these wedding pictures like next month
3: though. Yeah. And the ten pounds is good enough for that. Okay. Um But for out throughout the whole year I wanna be down to about 190. So I have another 30 pounds to go.
2: Damn.
3: Yeah. You're gonna look so skinny. I just I just want it once. I want to feel agile. I want to feel I want to feel like a fucking
2: antelope. How much did you weigh when we first started doing sin foods with thrillers? Cause that's like the skinniest I've seen you.
3: Uh, that was like about 205. Wow. Yeah. So you're gonna be smaller than that. I'm gonna be smaller than that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. I I, I just want to be a sex symbol once. <laughs> All right. I want to sometimes. Maybe have a girl look at me, or man, and say, you know what? Without him talking, I'd fuck that. Well,
2: shit, let me get in the gym, too. God
3: damn it. Um, Tim's going to be a fat one now.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> I can't have that happen. Well, thankfully, you know, I haven't been gaining weight, but I also haven't been toning. So it's like, am I... Like, I look okay, but also just everything's turning into just like a squishy, soggy, skin, flesh ball.
3: Oh, hey. <laughs> Tell you this, though? hmm You're married with a kid. Yeah. What's that mean? That means you don't have to try anymore. I need my
2: wife to be attracted to me or else she'll divorce me, David, so. Would you?
3: Actually, you know what? You wouldn't care, huh? What? If had gained like fifty pounds, I wouldn't care because you know me.
2: Ooh. I I enjoy ladies of all shapes and sizes. You love the spectrum of
3: women. I do, which makes you a man of the Lord. <laughs> you truly do. If she was to gain fifty pounds,
2: I would not. Like hmm, I would not be upset because you like it specifically for her body type too. It would go to her ass and thighs, and probably like arms.
4: <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I wouldn't be like, nah. You know, I think her face is beautiful, and I think like I just like a big old jiggly ass. I said it before, and if her ass gets bigger and jigglier, I would not be upset. Then what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Then what is the whole problem? Mm-hmm. She would
3: probably be less attracted to me if if I gained fifty pounds. <laughs> Man, you gain 50 pounds, that's going to be the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I would laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> I can't imagine you fat. Um, Nothing wrong with that, just I can't see him that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I say the you know, my face gets very big, um bigger than it already is. Um, it all goes to like my long ass and like you know, the the man titties would probably start to get a little bigger. Um My face would definitely just start getting
3: huge, though. You know, I remember, so if you guys don't know, and you don't see me now, I used to be almost 300 pounds. I was a very fucking big guy.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. I was like probably two, well, well, I see it in my fitness pal where I logged in and said I was 286 around there. Mm -hmm. I just saw it the other day. But most likely that number was higher, you know, Mm -hmm. because that was 286 before, that was like two months before I started losing weight. So I was almost 300 pounds. Wait, how long ago was this? This was four years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you're getting big, because I've always been a bigger guy. I've just never been that fucking big before.
2: Mm.
3: Like, you kind of just go through your everyday not knowing what it is to feel like it's healthy. Mm. And then when you start feeling healthier, it's hard to go backwards. Because you start feeling all the stuff that made you feel like shit that you're not used to anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, I used to have heartburn, like, every fucking day. And I just thought that was just normal shit. You know, you just get heartburn. But people are like, nah, you shouldn't have heartburn every fucking day, every time you eat something. I'm like, what the fuck? So they're telling me, hold on a second. Is your poop solid or is it liquid?
2: (laughs) They're like, well, you know what's crazy is when I was at my heaviest, which is probably like 20 pounds ago, um, a few years ago, for someone who hasn't gained weight like that, It's kind of like it's easy to say, why don't you just work out? Why don't you just – how do you let it get that far? And even at my heaviest, which wasn't heavy, you get to this point where you're kind of like, ugh, whatever. I've Mm. already – I'm not – I don't have a six-pack. Who the fuck cares if I just eat this and eat more of this and have this? And then when you let that happen – it's That's a spiral. It's, it's a for sure spiral, like a downward spiral where it's like, it's so easy to just be like, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm not fit already. Why not just go in on this other shit, you know? Um, because, like, I'm not trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And then the next thing you know, you're at a point where it's like,
3: it's really difficult to start losing that weight, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, too, like, when I talk about this, you know, we have this whole body po- positivity movement, right? We're not talking about that. Everybody should be respected and loved. And, you know, how you feel about yourself is very fucking important, but, you know, when people start to conflate the idea of like, oh, when you were big, David, you were you were still healthy. Like, <laughs> so how do you know? Mm-hmm. You can see my blood work and shit. My shit was bad, dude. Mm. Super high blood pressure. Um, my knees were killing me all the time. I remember this is like one of the most defining moments. I was like walking downstairs and I felt my titties jiggle. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, it's getting bad now. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Kevin James
2: has this stand up bit where he's like. He's like, you know what? I'm working out now. Like, I just, I, I don't want to have a six pack. I just want to get to the point where my boobs don't jiggle when I brush my teeth.
3: (laughs) he's like, that's all I want. (laughs) You know, them's just facts, right? (laughs) You got that type of big. Uh Biggest thing that happened for me too was like my skin cleared up. I started Mm. sleeping better. There's just a lot of benefits of that stuff that I just never cared about. And one of the things too is like, when you start becoming the big guy with a lot of confidence. Being fat becomes a part of your identity. Mm. And I hated that shit. It's mm. like, how come I can't just be David, whether I'm skinny or fat? Right, right. And right. every time it was like, I felt like when I was losing weight, I was losing the part of me that made me me.
2: Mm. Right?
3: Because I had a struggle to go ahead and get this personality, make people like me, talk to girls when I looked a certain way. Right. And so I felt like I was kind of betraying my, myself. Damn, like, you had to like refine yourself. Yeah, I had to redefine everything. That whole year that I lost weight, I lost a lot of money because I just didn't want to work. Because I had to figure out what was going up here, you know? So I started walking a lot. I did, like, therapy and shit. I was like, oh, you are you like being bigger because you like surprising people with this. Mm, you like, know? you don't expect it from me to me like be this confident, funny guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was, like, holding on to this idea of being this cool dude that was big. And he could still talk to women, do all this other stuff. But the, at the end of the day, I wasn't healthy and I wasn't happy. And I always had a chip on my shoulder. It's like, you don't need that chip. You, you're the same dude, either way. Damn, you know what? Okay, you have just inspired me. I think I'm going to be tall now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to change it up. And I think... I'm done with trying to rep for short dudes. I'm over this shit, dude. I'm over this shit. I think I'm going to just be tall. Are you growing right now? <laughs> Yo, the Rick sent me some shit the other day. It was a surgery, you know, where dudes can get like lengthening surgery on their fucking joints or whatever. This dude got did the surgery a couple times. He's six inches taller. And I was like, Rick, I would never fucking do this. Because not only is it part of my personality, but also it's... It's shaped who I am as a person, me being shorter, but also, like, I have been so long, like, been be, trying to rep for short dudes and be like, guys, it's okay that you're short. You can still get what you want. You can still get the woman you want. You can still get the what you want
3: out of life. You don't need to be tall, all right? Tim, you're right. <laughs> I'm going to get another piece of chicken. Amen. Fuck I, yeah. I don't need to be thin. <laughs> I am just going to deal with it. <laughs> Well, a hard part is when you start eating healthy food and you start craving healthier options, you, you can't eat this every day because mm-hmm. you actually physically start to feel sick. Yeah. Which was so weird. I never had that before. Mm-hmm. I think because my body was so used to just junk and garbage and I was progressively yeah just – listen, high blood pressure, all that other shit, no joke. But I remember when I um, started gaining some weight back, I was eating foods that I really enjoyed but I started feeling sick mm-hmm. but I kept moving past it. and After a while, I was just like, you know, I'm done with this. You know, the
2: thing about eating healthier, too, it's not just about losing weight. Because mm-hmm. um, I always make the joke where it's like, man, I don't give a fuck about my health. I just want to look good naked, right? I just want to have a six-pack or whatever. Um, and that's that's a joke because, of course, I, I am concerned about my health. Um, like, I'm, I'm a small guy. Like, I'm skinny. But uh, I... Like, my cholesterol is high. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, in terms of, like, eating healthier... When I did lose those 20 pounds a few years ago, my skin was super clear. Um, I fucking looked like I was 16 again. <laughs> Rick was like, yo, you look like we're back in high school again. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, of course, you know, you kind of have to examine what you put into your body, you mm-hmm. know, even if you're not necessarily gaining weight. The shit that goes into your body does things to your body, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the struggle because I know people who are skinny as hell, but they're so unhealthy.
3: Yep. Their insides are just rotting, you mm-hmm. know? Like I've definitely, so I I had this homegirl who, did it her whole life right, mm-hmm. and I think I started to realize. I mean, obviously that stuff catches up, because when you're young, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Well, she kept the same diet. Now we're a little older, mm-hmm. she blew up. Mm-hmm. And she's just getting, she's like mean, the same stuff. It's like, well, you're also not 15 anymore.
2: As soon as you're 25, as soon as my I was hit 25, my metabolism super slowed down. My shit never
3: worked, ever. At all. (laughs) I have to work out twice a day. But I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy working out now. Where I like the feeling afterwards. Where I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm exhausted. And it feels fucking good.
2: You know what's weird? Because I do like the feeling of after having worked out. But I just tweeted this the other day. And it's crazy how people run marathons. For fun. For fun. Why? No money. No type of trophy well maybe they get trophies but they get a medal that everybody gets <laughs> It that's wild to me bro and I you know and I've had people tell me like ah oh, nah you get that runner's high and then you get it once and you start chasing it I've never felt a fucking runner's high dog you ever get a fried chicken high oh I'm on that shit right now bro this,
3: this is like my third or fourth piece right now
2: um, I'm about to grab my third one and then we're gonna eat it and take a break
4: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. so you don't have to.
0: Download the new Bumble now.
2: Man, speaking of chicken high, um, you know, it's wild to think that, like, people really get addicted to food, you know? Like, unhealthy addiction. Oh,
3: I had that unhealthy addiction, man.
2: (laughs) Well, I've seen you, yeah, I, I mean, look, I've definitely seen you... Oh, no. ...where you're, like... And I've brought this up as an example before. When we were at when we were in Houston and we went to Katsarobata, Robata, which is fire sushi place, such a pleasant surprise to us that there was such a bomb sushi place in Houston. And then when I ordered this lobster mac and cheese, and I was like, All right, I'm just gonna have a little bit because, you know, I don't eat I'm not I'm off the cheese, right? And I swear I turned around to like check my phone and I looked up and you had like cleaned the whole
3: thing. Let me tell you something. That was a serving for like three people. <laughs> And this guy was off cheese. I ate that whole thing. Yeah, you really did. It
2: was crazy. I have this
3: crazy, crazy food addiction, and you know, one of the biggest things that I kind of helped me like lose this weight was that I hated the fact that I, I was a, uh, I was addicted to something, and mm-hmm. I'm somebody who typically doesn't like drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Not because I have anything morally against it; it's just I don't like what it does to me personally. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, "Oh, you're." I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it's like, th- how stupid is this? Like, mm-hmm. I can't just not eat. A little extra like yeah yeah. and I felt so controlled by this 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 thing (laughs) you know it's like this is so fucking dumb Mm -hmm. and at the time like my goal at I didn't even have a weight loss goal it was just let me just create better habits Mm. that first month I maybe lost a single pound Mm. second month maybe two pounds Mm. then the third month for some reason like 17 pounds dropped oh shit yeah but I was bigger then, so you tend to lose a lot more weight Mm -hmm. a lot faster when you're that big Mm -hmm. and Um, I think, like, the one thing that um, Mariel noticed was that I was just – my mood was better, Mm. I would sleep better, and I was just, like, a nicer person all around because I wasn't so uncomfortable all the time. And I didn't have to – one of the worst things, too, was that I would wake up and I would just feel like shit all the time. Really? Just because, like, you're eating salty foods, Mm. high cholesterol, high fat, and you're swollen in the morning. Yeah. You don't feel good. Your joints hurt. It's all this weird shit, man. Like, I don't – like, like I said, this has nothing to do with like the body positivity movement, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody always confuses that shit. They go, "Well, what you're saying like big people aren't beautiful?" I'm like, nobody ever said that shit. I'm yeah. talking about I had heartburn every fucking day. Mm-hmm. My acne was fucking crazy. I was miserable. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You big, and you want to do you? No, I don't give a fuck what you do with right. your nice, delicious fat asses,
2: <laughs> right? Because there are there are uh, big people out there who um, are healthier than skinny, unhealthy people, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I mean, yeah, for sure. Some people are just big because they're just big, you know? Yeah. Um there is this uh plus size model named Tabria Majors. Oh, I know her. Oh man. Tabria is oh man. <laughs> and you know, what Who I'm doesn't know her. Oh man. And yeah. she's she looks great, right?
3: And she's fucking healthy as shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Athletic as hell and she looks great. Yeah, and she you know, she like the the idea behind that too I think people get really annoyed about, especially as a big person, is that it's probably not so much the fact that we're talking about the idea of being fat bad you know skinny good it's how about you just like shut the fuck up and let me live (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if i'm big and that these are my personal choices don't go out of your way to tell me how i'm living my life right that's my choice right right? right. that's the thing too when i was losing weight there was no external factor in this world that could get me to lose weight Mm -hmm. i had i had to want it for yourself Mm
2: -hmm. right right and i think that's what um, that's what's important for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? You can have so many people telling you one thing, but if like if you don't want it for yourself, you'll never make that change. Dude,
3: my dad hated me being so fat so much. This fool legit looked at me one day. He goes, "I buy you a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose a, just a just a ten pounds, it's, it's BMW. Okay? And I'm like, listen. <laughs> The fuck that I wanted a BMW, you know. <laughs> number two, it didn't work. It didn't matter. Yeah, and you could buy me a new car, money. If I don't want it, I don't fucking want You're it. You're like, Dad, I want my cheeseburgers. God damn it! Hey, it's a BMW, please. Give me in and out to now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double double animus tire.
2: Did your parents make sure you like ate healthy shit growing up?
3: I think that the biggest weight gain actually happened in college.
2: Really? Because
3: I, I I, I was a chubbier guy in high school, but I was never that big like in high this i'm basically at my high school weight right now Mm. right Mm -hmm. so the when i went to college is when my food choices were really really fucking bad Mm -hmm. right so i found the and this i'm not blaming mcdonald's Mm -hmm. but i found mcdonald's Mm -hmm. and mcdonald's had those 29 39 cents cheeseburgers Mm -hmm. we talked about it and when you're a broke college student what are you gonna fucking buy the the cheapest most delicious shit (laughs) so i would always eat that and then you know like mess hall foods all you can eat you right. know, So you just go eat buffet style Three times a fucking day yeah. And then what do you do with that shit You just get bigger and bigger and bigger And I didn't know I was getting that big
2: You know my parents loved buffets when I was growing up But my mom was definitely also a very like Drilled in Trying to make me eat healthy shit You know mm. And ever since I was a little kid She was trying to get me to eat like Tomatoes And I hated tomatoes when I was a kid But You know what my mom fucking did She like incepted my mind and probably contributed to why I am the way I am now is that everything she wanted to make me learn she brought it back to girls. My mom would be like if you don't eat your vegetables you got you're not going to have nice skin and the girls aren't going to like you.
0: Oh. She's like
2: if you want to get a like you know a cute girl you got to make sure you eat vegetables so you're strong 'Cause the girls are gonna want like a strong boy, whatever, whatever. And that was kind of what it was all about, you know? And to this day I'm like, Oh, if I eat tomatoes, it's gonna be
3: good for my skin. Wow, your mom is hella different from mine. My mom <laughs> would be like, Why do girls like you? <laughs> she would literally say shit like that to me. She was like, You're so dirty And I'm like, <laughs> Yo man like what
2: are you why are you talking to me like this? Well Meanwhile my mom was wrong because my skin was trash and I still got hoes.
3: Boom, 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 boom. Ah,
2: but yeah, uh, <laughs>
3: You don't know shit, mom. Girls don't give a fuck about skin. <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah, I, I, I hated tomatoes growing up. I hated mushrooms growing up. Did your mom ever put uh, sugar on tomatoes? No, but my mom would put salt on strawberries and other fruit. See, I never liked that shit. I um,
3: like tahini shit, but... Mm-hmm. I would see people put salt on watermelon. I'm like, this is unnecessary. I never got into it either. I'm like, I, I get it. I, this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Unless it was like tahine, where it was salty, spicy, a little bit of sugar in there too. Mm-hmm. I like that shit. But at the time, people were like, You just put a little salt on sweet. I understand, like with like chocolate chip cookies because mm-hmm. they're overpowering sweet. You know, but fruit is, I think it's the right amount of sweet. I was always a big sour guy too. Um, so I didn't
2: need to like balance it out. Like my mom would literally... Um, like grind a lime to make lime juice and scoop the pulp and give it to me by a spoonful because I liked sour What the fuck? Really? Were you
3: one of those warhead kids? Yeah. Where they would just tear the top roof of your fucking mouth? I loved all like
2: sour candies, um, sour drinks. Uh, That's probably what helped me get off soda because when I got braces, because they tell you you're not supposed to drink soda when you have braces if you want to like speed the process along. So I would just drink lemonade all day. And oh. that's what helped me like, just not drink soda.
3: I had my first cavity like two years ago. Yeah, you told me that. That's crazy. That shit was... You know what's so fucking funny? So I need to go to the dentist more often, right? But I always just ignore that shit. Mm. Right? And I, I've never had cavities because I you know, brush my teeth pretty well. Mm. Probably one of the biggest reasons why I got cavities was because of sodas. I started drinking sodas later in life, and I mm. never drink sodas. Mm-hmm. And so we get in there and they're, you know, they're kind of surprised that I, I've i never had a cavity up until this point they're like yeah. how is that even possible like you're in your 30s mm-hmm. I was like yeah I've never had cavities so I had one cavity they fixed it so I don't know how this whole dentistry shit go, works because <laughs> I never really went to the dentist right? <laughs> only for emergencies and shit yeah. and so they go okay well we have to do a deep cleaning because you haven't had a cleaning in years oh
2: you, you didn't do the, the every six months the deep clean no oh yeah so
3: I actually have to get one next week <sighs> and so they're like you need to get a deep clean and I'm like okay they go (laughs) i was like so what do you does it it hurt they're like well it's 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 a little uncomfortable (laughs) first of all you lying demonic bitches it is not a little uncomfortable (laughs) it is torture it's
2: the cold water bro
3: so they were like i was like okay so what are the options they go well you can get a numbing shot or we could just um just put you know some gel and i'm like well what do most people do they go the gel yeah i know bitch give me the gel i don't need no shot yeah tell you something We had to cut it halfway through, like a quarter of the way. Really? I was like, we're done with this. (laughs) Like, half my face hurts so fucking bad. And so we'll continue it tomorrow. I came back, and they're like, you want the gel? I was like, what do you think? What do you think? (laughs) Give me the fucking shot! That shit hurt so bad. I mean,
2: I guess if you haven't been doing it consistently, then yeah. They beat the fuck out of my gums. When I go into my six-month dental cleaning... I am mentally preparing myself to be a little, like, tortured. You feel me? Because you go in there, they do the scrape, which is already, like, ugh. They do the scrape, and then it's the fucking cold water on your shit that kills. It's the scraping in the cold water and the little, like, you know, the little drill thing. Um... But it's like I just kind of like mentally just kind of get into a zone. Here's what I do: whenever I'm going through like a dentist deep clean, or I'm going to get a facial, where like the 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 dermatologist woman is just like squeezing the shit out of my face and getting all my blackheads out, because you know my skin's, I got a lot of I got a lot of shit she can work on. You know what I'm saying? When those skin ladies see me come in, they're like, Ooh! they get excited, they get excited because they love that shit, right? And this girl Claudia that I go to, she fucking goes in. And when I tell you what I do, so when she's going in on my face, first of all, mentally, I tell myself this. I tell myself I'm a prisoner of war, and they're torturing me trying to get answers, and I'm trying not to snitch. So I get into this zone of I'm not going to say shit, no matter what you do to me. So I tell myself that mentally, and then physically, I have one hand in my pocket, and I'm yanking on my pubic hair while they're doing it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because it hurts, bro. She's fucking going in on the smallest crevices of my face. (laughs) (laughs) He's
3: ganking on his pubic (laughs)
2: hair. Yeah, to stop stop from being like,
3: which is already painful. Yeah. To balance out the pain on the face. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: That is crazy. So I yank on my pubic hair, and then I, I tell myself I'm a prisoner of war, and like
3: my country depends on me keeping my mouth shut. Let me tell you something. I would be a traitor to this country super fast. If they just like clean, deep clean my teeth, I'm like, you know what? I know all these government secrets. I'll tell you everything <laughs> right now. You're
2: ready to bite down on the suicide pill. Yeah. Right when they step in. Like, they wouldn't even start yet. I was like, I'm, I'm going to die. are like, I'm good. The water's too cold. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there are some people. That I know for a fact that if I'm if I need somebody to testify to me, there's certain people I wouldn't bring. <laughs> don't bring me. I'm ratting you out,
2: bro. I know a, an older woman. I forget how I knew this woman, but she literally said, "That's the one I picked." That that's the other one. She has such a high pain tolerance, dog. She was like, "I got a root canal with no type of numbing, nothing." No. Yeah, she was like, she was like, "I just have such a high, high, high pain tolerance." I told them I don't need any type of like. Uh, anesthesia for the root canal,
3: and she just got it done. Okay. No, <laughs> I could tell just by the pressure alone when they were, you know, cleaning out the cavity. Yeah. The pain. I actually got the cavity because I chipped my tooth on a piece of um, ribeye bone. Oh God. And, and it chipped and it rotted where mm. where the chip was. Mm-hmm. So I got fucked, and I didn't really think anything of it. But food was getting stuck in there.
2: You know what was a trip. Um, when I had to get my teeth pulled to get braces, you've never had braces, right? Never. Ah, lucky. So my teeth used to be fucked. Like, when the, my adult teeth started coming in, I'm talking about, it was like it was like they were wrestling to get to the front. You know what I'm saying? Like, piling on top of each other. And then there was one guy just in the back like,
3: yo! Like, way back here. They were all over the place. Oh, I didn't know you had braces.
2: Yeah, I had braces for two and a half years, from seventh grade to my freshman year. So they had to take out two adult teeth, two adult teeth, And then a baby tooth and a baby tooth. So six teeth total. And so here's the trippy part. Is, you know, when they were, you know, so of course when they're yanking your adult teeth out, they got to numb you up, right? So I got eight shots total, two shots on each side of my mouth. So my whole face is like numb, right? My whole bottom half of my face is numb. And so while this, uh, this, this like dental surgeon, you spilled water on our new table. Oh, no. We don't even have any napkins. Sorry, Robin. I can grab
3: some. Yes, please.
2: As I was saying. So the trippy part was, bro, I'm numb, but my dentist was wearing glasses. So I saw everything he was doing in the reflection of his glasses. So I saw him with the fucking pliers on my tooth at the top of my mouth, yanking this shit. And I felt, you don't feel the pain, but you feel the pressure of it. So you've never had teeth removed? Never. So you feel this crazy pressure, dog, of the fucking pliers on your tooth. And you feel that shit. You don't feel any
3: pain, but you feel the shit getting like, pulled out of your mouth. It's such a fucking trip. So after I went to that dentist thing, I started going to a rabbit hole (laughs) of watching how dentists pull out teeth. (laughs) And I'll tell you this, nothing's changed from like 80 years ago. (laughs) They literally take a hammer, break it into pieces, and they rip it out your fucking face. Yeah,
2: it's like they damn near like have their like foot
3: on your chest. (laughs) I was like, hold on a second. I was like, oh, this video must be like 10 15 years old mm. it was like something that was filmed like three days ago yeah man they don't change it you just have to rip it the fuck out wait you still have your wisdom teeth uh yeah they grew it straight <gasps> wow yeah so like they were trying to get me to remove my wisdom teeth and they're like oh you should probably get these done I was like why? I was like well what's the purpose of your wisdom teeth I didn't know and I was asking them I was like why, why do we remove the is it like, because they impact your teeth yeah I was like oh my teeth are impacted they're like no it's not I'm like then why would I remove it yeah, your teeth are perfect. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's something you probably should do because then you have to floss that area. I was like, I'll just floss it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, I'm not gonna do this operation, this ev- like invasive operation. So your teeth currently no braces, no wisdom teeth removed. No wisdom teeth removed. This man's teeth are
2: perfect. Well, I have one crooked one right here. Nah, 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 yeah. nah. Them shits are perfect. You know who else? Same as you. Wisdom teeth grew in perfectly. Did not get need. Did not need to get in and removed. <laughs> <laughs> My wife Oh really She
3: has all her wisdom teeth that grew in straight as well Just like yours I would never think that Because she has such a Tiny ass head <laughs> I feel like there's no space For those fucking damn things to grow Tiny head Big mouth Okay Alright <laughs> That's right It's like 85% of her face <laughs> Non-stop Just bat, 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 bat. <laughs> but yeah Same as you Yeah like that was the thing too That I was really fortunate about Because I've seen people After the wisdom teeth get pulled Wrecked Yeah Just completely fucking wrecked
1: Oh
2: Dog <laughs> So For me, they wanted to get my wisdom teeth out before they came out because I had braces. So they did not want to risk my wisdom teeth coming in and And pushing it. Yeah. So they had to dig, cut into my gum. And rip it out. and, And take the teeth out before they even started growing. So it was damn near like a fucking surgery. That's crazy. So I got put to sleep, numbed, put to sleep and there was only three that were like visibly growing, like or like were about to bud. So they dug three out and I remember, you know, waking up from the surgery at first, like going home from the dentist or the oral hygienist, whatever, orthodontist, I was fine, right? I was numb. Couldn't feel shit. And I remember waking up at home when the when the numbness had kinda wore off and being like, Oh
3: ah! It hurts so bad, huh? It
2: was like pain, dog. It was crazy. And here's what was crazy is like so, at, like you said earlier, you know what I'm saying? Now I had these holes in my gums where the teeth were, and I had to, whenever I would eat, food would get stuck in the holes. So, they literally gave me a syringe with a little curve where I would flush out the little holes with water and fucking little bits of rice and like chicken oh, would come my out.
3: God, dude, that's so gross.
2: <laughs> yeah, dog, it was crazy.
3: Yeah, I just never, yeah, because I always had straight teeth. And I think my mom, what she would do was the moment our tooth got loose and they were wiggling, mm. she, they, she didn't allow for the natural progression for them to push the other tooth out. She would just rip it out and it would grow. Interesting. And I'm not sure if that's uh, something that's good that should be happening, but me, and my, both me and my brother have straight teeth and we never had to have braces. How did she yank them out? Um, she would do it, just grab, put a little tooth floss mm. and then go rip. Really? And then rip it the fuck out. Interesting. If right when it was wiggling and it was loose, she goes, yeah. oh, it's time for this motherfucker to go. She did the door thing where she slammed the door and ripped it out. Yeah. The worst. Never came out, <laughs> blood everywhere, crying.
2: There's this episode of of Beavis and Butthead where they, they had a nosebleed. One of them had a nosebleed and they couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. They didn't know how. So he's like, Wait, I uh I saw this on TV. <laughs> they fucking tied one string to his nose and tied another string to a door and they closed the door. <laughs> So fucking dumb. Did your dude. did your parents ever do the
3: tooth fairy shit? No, my, mm. they didn't believe in. They didn't have me believe in Santa Claus, tooth fairy, none of that shit.
2: Wait, what do you mean Santa Claus? What do you mean? Like, I
3: didn't. I didn't know Santa Claus was like somebody that people actually thought was real. Well,
2: what do you mean thought was real?
3: That Santa Claus isn't real, Tim. <laughs> good one, dude.
2: It's good joke. Uh, now, Maya, uh, so, okay, that's interesting. My, my... Somebody
3: out there for real like, these guys are funny, Santa Claus is real. These guys are hilarious.
2: Or there's some guy that, like, for some reason is watching with his eight-year-old. <laughs> like, Dad, what do you mean? Um,
3: I, I found out that people thought Santa Claus was real was in kindergarten mm-hmm. when I just didn't get what was going on. <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, my teacher, Mrs. Richardson, was like, David do you know about Santa Claus I was like yeah and they're like well you know if you if you act up he's not going to give you presents and I'm like what <laughs> like what is like what is this fucking psychopath talking about you idiot I see yeah. and then you
2: stab some guy with a pencil in his cheek
3: yeah, and that's where it started the villain, the villain was born
2: <laughs> um, I so my parents I definitely had the Santa Claus shit and the Tooth Fairy shit as well and I, I don't know if I've ever told you the story I've told it on No Chaser but have I told you the tooth fairy story? No. Okay, so <clears throat> I remember my my parents did the tooth fairy thing. If I lost a tooth, I would put it under my pillow. I wake up the next morning, I would have a dollar. And one day, I was like, "Let's see what this tooth fairy can do. Let's see if she's actually real, right?" She's real. Show me your tits. I fucking, yeah, show me your tits. I fucking I I went to sleep with my dick out. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> you lost a tooth <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> So I did this I took my tooth I wrapped it in a paper Wrapped it in paper towel fucking Wrapped that in like tape Stapled it, all types of shit it had this glob of paper and staple and tape I put it under my pillow I was like, dad, check this out Let's see what the tooth fairy does now I Put it under my pillow, went to sleep The next day, woke up, reached under my pillow It was still there And I was like, ah, no. Nope. Dad, look, I'm still here. My dad was like, hmm, um, open it. Maybe try opening it. I was like, okay. Fucking took the staples out, unwrapped all the tape, unwrapped the paper towel. A dollar. I was like, Holy shit!
3: The tooth fairy is magic. <laughs> Your dad's hella cute, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when I told my dad about the tooth fairy, he called me retarded. <laughs> In Pyeongshin in Korean means retarded. That's what my dad called me. Because he didn't know what the fuck a tooth fairy was either. He legit didn't know what a tooth fairy was either. You know what I mean? It's like, what is this? How? So you tell me, you lose a tooth, everybody get a money? Money doesn't come from nowhere. Okay? Retard? (laughs) (laughs) And I went to school and I called everybody else retarded.
2: (laughs) So there's no like... Are there any Korean like superstitions or like
3: fairy tales that? I mean, I think we have like typical Asian like we have something called fan death. Fan death. So if you leave a fan in your room, it sucks out all the air and it'll kill you. What? So people legit even till this day, not a lot of people, but like older people believe that there's something called fan death. When I was a kid, I remember I left the fan on in my room because we didn't use the AC. left the fan on and my dad literally kicked my fucking door down to save my life what yeah to to turn off the fan he was like you could have died what and I'm like what the fuck this is a true fucking story like ask any Korean person about Korean fan death and that's some legit shit and I just never understood it because the air conditioning system literally is a huge ass fan in your house
2: wow uh,
3: nah it gets
2: way too hot in Thailand everybody definitely just has their fans on all yeah, day yeah turn
3: on the fucking fan <laughs> now <laughs> I I remember the first time, so I was like super scared of the dark till I was like in like fourth or fifth grade. Okay, like I hated, and it started from like this movie, which I'm pretty sure people know of, It the Clown. Ah, yes, of course. It used to fucking wreck me. I had nightmares. For I me. actually haven't seen either of them though, the old one or the new one. The old, I don't care for either of them. The <laughs> first one wrecked me, dude. Like for a month <laughs> straight, I kept on thinking there was somebody under my bed trying to grab my legs and kill me. Oh God! And so I remember. It was so hot this one summer in Sacramento. I, was, I would always do this thing where I would wrap myself up like a little burrito, but I would give myself a little air pocket between the wall mm-hmm. and the blanket so I could just breathe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> don't, don't kill me. <laughs> oh, God. It was so hot in Sacramento one day, I, I remember this. I threw the blanket off. I was like, just fucking kill me! <laughs> and I threw it off. Oh, you, so you thought it was going to just grab you from underneath the and bed? fucking murder me. Wow. So I threw the blanket off, and I was like, if I'm dying, I'm dying. I don't care. <laughs> it's too hot. And then I woke up the next day, and I was fine. You're fine. And I didn't die. Glory to God. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this whole monster under the bed thing is kind of stupid.
2: Did you ever get taught the, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. And guess
3: what? <laughs> I still use it till this day. I 100% also still use it. If if I see some freaky paranormal shit, I go, (laughs) I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. I say say it in my head.
2: (laughs) So for those of you heathens out there and you sinners (laughs) who don't know what we're talking about, my pastor, and I'm assuming yours too, he told us one day during church, he's like, yo, if you ever walk into a room and you feel scared or you feel like something's following you, That is the devil. All you got to do is say, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ, and it will go away.
3: And, man, it works. (laughs) Yep. Let me tell you something, dude. Every time Mariel gets mad at me, I say it right to her face. (laughs) I I rebuke you in the name of the Lord, demon. Be gone every time her period comes. (laughs) I go straight to her pussy I go <laughs> I rebuke thee <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then her cramps are gone and her cramps disappear she goes ah, ah, ah! <laughs> the, the fucking tampon flies out <laughs> and it starts floating <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
2: and then it goes to the wall and writes red rum <laughs> blood on the door sill oh shit <laughs> oh if
3: you're the if you do the bible you know these jokes oh uh, yeah
2: yeah um, but to this day same um, let's say it's late at night and i'm going to the kitchen to grab a water and for whatever reason i just feel a little creeped out because you get like i don't know what it is you get like random little thoughts right stupid shit like I wonder if there's somebody living in the walls of my house yeah. <laughs> that's watching me right now. And then you get a little creeped out. And then yeah, I, why do we do that? Dog, it's so stupid. And then you're like, oh, God. And then you're like, you know what? Nope. Devil, David, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. And then you feel a little better. I,
3: would, I do that shit when I'm like driving from, let's say I'm, I get off set. It's like 2 a.m. in the morning. And I just feel like something's in the back of my seat. And I just look into the rear view mirror. <laughs> I rebuke you in the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I just keep saying it over and over in my head as I go home. That shit freaks me the fuck out. Oh, my God. We're so dumb. I know. Uh, How stupid is that shit? I can't stop doing it, but it makes me feel better.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we're dumb for believing that the Lord is protecting us. I'm saying we're dumb for
3: making up scenarios in our head. I remember there was a pastor that told me this shit. He goes, if you see, like, historically in the Bible... The people who believe in God the most, who have the strongest relationship with Jesus Christ and the Lord, mm. are, is the one the devil attacks the most. Mm. And I was like, then why the <laughs> fuck would I be a good Christian? <laughs> ever, so ever since then, every now and then, I would do something a little fucked up. Ah. Because I'm like, I don't want Satan to attack me. Right. So I would be a good Christian. I'm going to missionaries. <laughs> and then I would be like, Fuck. <laughs> I would curse real quick. I'd be fuck. (laughs)
2: Just, be be like, "Hey, Satan, uh, I'm I'm not too over there,
3: bro. (laughs) No, no trip, dog. You still got a hold on me a little bit." I was like, "Hey, you know the dude Hans over there? He prays every day. (laughs) Maybe you should go over him." (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god, that's so funny. I just, I was so scared of being attacked because we would do these. Okay, damn, I got so many church stories, but we would do these things called (laughs) kuyong yebes, and kuyong yebes are basically. it, it, we would go pray up in a mountain and my parents would pray for hours and hours oh, on shit. end. And so we would also do that and then also these like summer like Christian camps, right? Mm-hmm. And so I remember this one time where there was this kid named Howard mm-hmm. and our church leader was this dude named Hans. Okay. And out of the, in the middle of the night, out of nowhere, Howard just sits straight up as we're sleeping. We're about to sleep and we just hear, <gasps> and this kid just sits straight up and he sits there and he starts staring. What? Not blinking, just staring straight forward. I'm so fucking scared, right? And then Hans gets up and he looks at Howard and he looks possessed. Oh, God. And he's sitting straight up just staring forward, not saying anything. And then Hans walks over and he starts praying for him. And he starts closing his eyes and he falls asleep and he falls backwards. What? That shit scarred me, dude. And I was like, you know why? Because that little fucking kid Howard believes in God too much. (laughs) (laughs) If he would have just been like me in the middle of that going...
2: Yeah, yeah, a little lukewarm Christian. Pussy,
3: pussy. <laughs> masturbate, masturbate.
2: Just looking over, it.
3: she got a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Satan's going, oh, I would have got you, <laughs> but you said fat ass. That's so crazy. There's weird fucking shit, man. There was also the story, too, at that same trip that we had. Um, he, One of the church members started freaking out in the middle of the night. He was sleeping, and he started screaming super loud. Bro, I never got any sleep during this trip. What? And then when um, we were trying to wake him up, but then he had that thing called um, uh, we call it a scissor lock, kawi in Korean, kawi. Okay. But it's basically a sleep paralysis. Oh. So he got sleep paralysis so after he started screaming. He froze and he was just staring off, kind of weird like this. Oh God. And you could tell he was trying to scream. And then finally, when he screamed, Aah! he started screaming and he woke up, and he's sweating just profusely I'm like what happened he goes I saw and this is what happens when a lot of people get scissor locked is that they'll see like some kind of weird image Yeah, yeah. so what he saw was a black hole that was like spitting and then a face started uh, popping out of it and going closer and closer to his face Jeez. but prior to that the, the, the dream that he was having which he said it wasn't a dream it was like a possession where he was sleeping and then um, a demon came from, from the ground and then grabbed his spirit out of his body and then the, instead of going back into hell, it started f- floating in the air. And he could see himself being ripped out of the body, screaming, like, I need to go back to my body. I need to go back to my body. And that was the dream that he was having before the scissor lock. And that shit wrecked me, dude. Ugh. Wrecked me. Because you, I'm, I'm like a 14-year-old kid, yeah. and that's what you're fucking telling me, dude? Couldn't sleep for the whole week I was there. Have you ever had, like, sleep paralysis or shit? I've had it a couple times, and I remember the one time that I had it. I was sleeping in bed. And I had sleep paralysis, and I was trying to scream, and I couldn't scream, which is what everybody goes through. Yeah. And there was a a, a, a black object. Uh, it had, like, multiple legs and arms oh. creeping and opening the door and slipping through it. And it was crawling closer and closer to me. Damn. And I just kept trying to scream and scream and scream, and it wouldn't happen.
2: You know, I don't know if I've ever had, like, sleep paralysis. Because everyone talks about sleep paralysis demons, which I'm assuming you're referencing right now, mm-hmm. you know? I definitely have had those dreams where... Well, I feel like frozen and I can't move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall ever seeing like any type of demon. Maybe like once when I was a little kid. I don't know if it was my imagination though or if it was like I was having a dream and I was like sleep paralyzed.
3: You know? Yeah, everybody has like these typical things that they see. One of the things that a lot of people see is that black demon, the, the, the no face demon, which a lot of people see. But I heard it's, you get uh, you know, a scissor lock from um, just exhaustion. Mm. which a lot of people get i actually had a dream about you chia and veda what happened? the fucking dumbest dream ever i it didn't feel like a dream because it just felt really weird but very weird yeah so we went on like uh, a vacation together mm-hmm. right but then i woke up in the dream and it felt real because mm. it was just I me waking up mm-hmm. from a sleep i woke up and veda's in my arm mm-hmm. and she's sleeping and then, but she wouldn't let go of my arm. She was holding onto it really tight, and yeah. I was like trying to like, because I, I had to pee. Yeah, I was like, you yeah. <laughs> know, you know. So I'm trying. I'm like, Tim, where are you guys? I look over, and you and Chia are sleeping next to me in the same bed. Oh And so we're all we had like a slumber party, and I'm like tapping you. I'm yeah. like, I gotta go pee. <laughs> Veda won't let go, and you're just like, just go pee with her. That's <laughs> all. So I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, whatever. So i literally get up, but Veda's holding onto my arm, sleeping like. Okay. This. And I'm like, I can't, I can't pee with a baby here. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out how to take a piss yeah. in this bathroom while Veda was hung onto my arm. So what I did in the dream, I put her behind my back and I started peeing. Adorable. And I came out, I'm like, why couldn't you just get it? Like, you, know, you literally look at me. This is why it felt so real. You go, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then fucking Chia's like, just let us sleep a little more. We haven't had sleep in so long. Yeah. So I was just watching Veda.
2: Bro, I. uh, First of all, it's adorable. Secondly, I literally it was me and she, me and Veda, all day the other day, and I had to pee. But like Veda's been very like hold me lately, like very like you know she just if you put her down she gets a little like whiny. So I was holding her and I was peeing. So I was I held her here and I just kind of like you know flop my junk out and I'm like peeing. But then, like she kept like look, she kept looking down to see where the water was coming from, like the the pee noise. Oh no! Like, Veda, no! Don't look! Do- stop! Stop! <laughs> but I'm like trying to hold her, and she's just like like
3: keeps on trying to look. I'm like Veda, stop! Don't look! What is that? <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> There's a cute little pic of me as a kid discovering my dick. Mm. Like it's me. <laughs> it's a pic of me in like these red shorts, and I go. Aww.
4: What is that? Adorable. It's like, I have
3: a penis. Well,
2: that is just the cutest little thing. And I
3: was like, "Oh my god, why is mine so much larger than everybody else's?" Hell yeah. yeah. And then like the picture zooms out, and it's all the other kids in
2: school with their penises out, <laughs> crying.
3: It's so small. <laughs> Not mine, guys. When I fall over, I don't fall over. Yeah. Big penis David, dude, walking around, slanging that thing. By the way, guys, if you lose some weight, a lot of the cushion goes away from the penis, and it's quite larger than it used to be. Yeah, you had a little, little turtle tucked away in there. Yeah, I was like, oh, my penis is a little larger than I thought. Cheers. Cheers to long schlongs cheers to
2: david so's long schlong thank you guys for watching and listening to the dudes behind the foods podcast make sure you like comment share subscribe uh rate this five stars wherever you enjoy your podcast um watch other things on studio 71 uh shout out to robin couch uh, thank you to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ For making it possible for us to be here Thank you to my mom Thank you to my dad Thank you to David So's mom and dad Thank you to his brother that I've eaten dinner with twice um, Thank you to my our beautiful wives Thank you to my lovely child, Veda You're my firstborn Even if we have four more You're still going to be my favorite And uh, Damn <laughs> Thank you guys for watching We love you, bye, bye. Yo, it's the
0: Dudes